0: Hello, and welcome to Nested Folders, a podcast about productivity and accomplishing all of our best work. I'm Rosemary Orchard, and with me, as always, is Scotty Jackson. Hello, Scotty. How are you?
1: I am really well. How are you?
0: I'm good. And today is not our usual week for Nested Folders, as some people may have noted, but but today is a special day. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Agenda, a date-focused note-taking app for Mac and iOS. And we've already talked about how I use Agenda. And so we're flipping the tables today. And Scotty, uh, you know, you're an Agenda user. You've been an Agenda user for a while, haven't you?
1: I have. I Yeah, I, I think I discovered it about... I want to say about a year a year and a half ago, uh, I've I've built up quite a little database here and I've been with it for a while and watched all the, you know, new features happen and excited to talk about it today.
0: Great. So let let's start at the very beginning. Uh because as always, it's a very good place to start. So what kind of things do you keep in agenda?
1: Uh good question. I'd say I have a sort of four major kinds of content that show up in agenda the most, uh, predominantly I would say I've got my meeting notes in there. Uh, I'm a meeting aholic, calendar junkie kind of guy in my jobby job, and so uh, meeting notes are a big part of my life. And so agenda fits the bill for that. Um, mm-hmm. We also, uh, my team also uh, does a variety of inward facing client projects. So other team members through our organization are our clients. We serve them with projects, they request projects. And when they do, uh, I keep a copy of all of the requests and and project tidbits, uh, in agenda, either as, you know, the initial request or, you know, subsequent project notes uh, that I put together, um, Thirdly, I, I I journal daily, so I keep a daily journal record of uh, my life and what that's what's going on with that. <laughs> I keep that in in agenda, and then lastly, I'd say I've got sort of um, bits and bobs of uh, notes lists. If if I don't know where a piece of text goes, this is kind of where it's going to land is somewhere in agenda um, as uh, as a record for future for future reference.
0: Okay, so how do you? organize things there, because that seems to be a lot of stuff. And I mean, I know if I'm keeping that in paper on my desk, it's going to get very messy. So I'm assuming that there's some kind of organizational system that you're using?
1: There is some kind of organizational system going on there. I mean, it's evolved a lot over time too. Um, right now, I've, I've got myself at four categories. So the mm-hmm. first category I call management, and that's sort of a meta category about my agenda system. In there, I have two projects, one called inbox, uh, so that Mm -hmm. if I don't know where a note goes, that's where it goes. Uh, And the other called project intakes. And so when we get those request forms that I talked about before, that's where they all go. So, you know, maybe I'm going to make a project about the thing that we're intaking in agenda. Maybe not, but I've got like one common ground place to start from. Uh, and then the three other categories just sort of represent like the major key aspects of my life. One being professional or related to my job. Second being related to Hey, Scotty J. So whether that's, you know, this podcast or guesting on other podcasts or writing blog or any consulting or anything like self employment related goes in there. Mm-hmm. And then the third category is personal. Uh, so, anything relating to home and household, friends, family, uh, my wife, my kids, my dog, you know, activity ideas, hobbies, anything like that uh, goes in there. So, those are, those are the categories. And then within each, you know, for professional, i have projects around projects, but also, you know, sort of areas. So, I might have, you know, a What's called a project in agenda uh, called uh, relationships and networking, for example, or learning and development. And in there, I'll have notes related to things about either other people in relationships and networking, or notes about courses I'm taking, or internal webinars, or things like that that might find their way into learning and development. So, in some ways, the the projects in agenda are projects. In, in in a more traditional definition of the term. And in other ways, they are, you know, almost more of a, you know, a, a kind of, you know, list of lists. So yeah. for example, in personal, I have one project that's called lists and inside lists are a bunch of different notes uh, that relate to things that I update or track regularly as things I'm interested in. So one of the notes in lists, is books to read. Another one is gift ideas. Another one is things to buy. Another one is activity ideas, things like that, um, that I'm regularly appending to, uh, as sort of these going lists that I'll refer back to, uh, as part of, you know, maybe instilling or inspiring action in a, in a task management tool, um, or, or not.
0: Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned there that you're appending to some notes. How are you generally adding things to Agenda? Is it that you just open the app and, and tap on the new button or find the note and, and you know type inside of it? Or do you have any other systems in place?
1: Uh, I've got a few. Uh, I have, for those lists that I referred to, I have a shortcut called uh, List Manager, and I'll put a link to that in show notes, um, that allows me to just quickly you know pick from you know, these eight or so lists that I'm routinely adding things to um, and and then I append something to them. So, um, you know, one of them is, you know, like wines to try and one of them is, you know, you know movie recommendations. So that if I'm just sort of out and about and someone mentions something, I can quickly, you know, tap on the list manager shortcut and, and that'll append text to the most appropriate list that I choose from there. Um, where it comes to meeting notes, I'm going into agenda and I hit the new just straight from inside agenda, but then I do the link to meeting uh, Mm -hmm. thing because then that auto populates the note with the title and attendees and notes from a calendar event. Um, And then for bonus marks, I built a shortcut that does a meeting wrap up afterwards that sends my notes in a lovely formatted way uh, by email to all of the people who were on that attendee list uh, automatically, which is Quite lovely, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll also get things going in there from uh, from drafts. Uh, for example, uh, when I write uh, when I write blog posts, I generally draft it in drafts because it's called drafts. So I draft in drafts, and then I've got a draft action that takes the um, content of that draft, sends it to WordPress for my blog, and also sends a copy for long term storage into Agenda. So. Um, I've got a few things that do that sort of thing, that that take text and store it in Agenda. And then I'll also use um, the sharing extension, uh, which has gotten revamped uh, or introduced uh, quite recently, where you can either add to uh, a note from, particularly from Safari. I I enjoy that experience where you can just quickly insert um, either selected text or a link uh, into a note Or or build a fresh note uh, right from uh, right from other apps. So there's you know there's there's a a number of inroads that I use. The URL scheme is um, pretty approachable. So I've been able to you know also make some uh, shortcuts that will build projects and notes in Agenda at the same time that it makes you know a sister note or sorry a sister project in OmniFocus for example. Um, And I'll share a link to that shortcut here as well.
0: Great. So, you know, you've talked about all the different kinds of notes that you have and how you add them. What do they actually look like? You know, you mentioned your daily journal. Um, you know, what does this look like for people who are struggling to envision, you know, what do these things look like?
1: Right. I uh, iterated on this a lot because I tried to figure out, you know, what in my daily journal, if I were to make a daily journal automatically what would be useful to have there to be able to search back on? Uh, And so um, the title of my daily journal is uh, the date in long form. So it would be like uh, Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. Mm -hmm. And uh, then that's followed by uh, the weather, uh, high and low for the day, as well as prevailing conditions that's pulled out of um, weather app. Um, and then that is then followed by a poll from OmniFocus showing me here are all the things that are due today, followed by here are all the things that are forecast tagged and available, followed by here are all the things that are flagged and available uh, with those separate headings above them so that I can quickly get a uh, a sense of here are the things that I'm going to be committed to today. Um, and, but I've got those purposefully excluding tasks that are tagged with routine. So if there's stuff I don't need to, see, I don't need to see take my heart medication every day in my daily journal, that's, that's boring. Um, but all the other stuff I do want to see um, yeah. that's then followed by a text list of here, are all my calendar appointments for the day. So in, in, A bullet point list. I've got, um, you know, bullet start time to end time colon title of appointment. Um, And so that, again, this is just a a way of, you know, me being able to have this wonderfully skimmable view of all of the things that are going to be on for today. And then I've got a space for me to do what I call rapid logging, uh, which is inspired by bullet journaling, uh, where I can use a shortcut that quickly. Uh, asks for input. Uh, and then I can just quickly throw in some thoughts there about things that are important to me as they progress through the day. And those get appended uh, and timestamped to that to that note.
0: Okay. So this is a lot of data to have in one note. How do you then use that throughout your day? Is it sort of open on, on one of your devices or did it just, do you just pop over to it regularly?
1: Well, because I, because I name everything with the long date, I can predict the title of any given note for any given day. So I have a shortcut that will open today's note based on the long name of today's date. Um, so I keep that, you know, pinned in the, in the shortcuts widget on my iPad, uh, so that I can quickly crack open, you know, here's what today looks like. Um, and so I, I look at that, you know, fairly routinely. I'll, I'll, A lot of times throughout the day, I'll end up looking more at the specific apps that manage those dimensions of my day. So I'll be looking more at the calendar app or I'll be looking more at uh, OmniFocus or I'll be looking more at the weather in the moment. Um, So in a lot of ways, it serves as uh, a great thing for me to read over first thing in the day, Mm -hmm. a great thing for me to reflect on at the end of the day. And then something to maybe be able to search back on, you know, as a matter of record for, for future, for future days. And I should also say that, you know, at, at the end of a day as well, I run a shortcut that uh, appends some daily reflections where, where uh, the shortcut asks me for input. I answer a few quick questions about what was great about today. What was not so great about today. And what do I want to remember about today? It appends that to my daily journal along with, all of the omnifocus tasks that were completed on today's date. Mm-hmm. So I get this view of, uh, you know, here's my kind of going in perception of the day and here's my uh, at the end reflection of the day.
0: Right. So you, you're coming back to this a lot then. Um, and I presume that this is of course, then one of many notes that you, you go back to. Um are are you using tagging in any way to help you differentiate between these things and and jump back around things any quicker?
1: I'm mostly using tagging by naming people uh which you do with the at sign and then someone's name uh and that acts as a really great um search vehicle for later uh because what I've found is that um for me, tagging different elements. I haven't found a way to make that super useful for me yet, but uh tagging people uh definitely. So particularly where it comes to, you know, uh meeting notes, uh where I've got uh, you know, different people involved, or when I have a list like gift ideas and it's valuable to, you know, track what is for whom, um being able to differentiate quickly uh and by search by person is super valuable.
0: Yes, exactly. I, I can see why that would be so great for you. Um, so when you first started out with Agenda, how what was your usage like then? Because we know what your usage is like now, but of course you're jumping in at the, the very top level here. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening are there going, okay, well, all oh, this sounds amazing, but wh- where do I get started with all of this?
1: What's, what's interesting to me is that um – Agenda, I I feel like a lot of the things that I was doing with Agenda, I was compensating for some of the things that Agenda couldn't do yet. Mm -hmm. So now there is manual reordering of um, categories and there is subcategories and you can manually reorder uh, projects within the categories as well. In the olden times, uh, you couldn't do that. Uh, So I was finding that I was – um, naming things in a particular way. Like I would, I would have the first, the one, the category that I wanted at the top of the list was called zero one dot, you know, professional outcomes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I, I need, I, I needed to force the sorting now that I don't need to force the sorting. Um, I've loosened up on my naming conventions quite a bit, um, which is nice. Um, I'd say that I've also, um, reduced the number of categories that I have, I was finding that, you know, I was using uh, a lot of projects in Agenda as kind of like a trigger list of like, gee, what notes ought I put in here? Um, And it was leading to me having just a lot of empty projects or projects with like one, maybe two notes in Mm -hmm. them. Um, And so I found that, you know, I've generalized my projects a lot more. So. i I now have a a project called Home and Household, which has notes in it about um you know some of the steps that I need to do to winterize my home in the wintertime or or take care of things in the spring. I've got a note in there for like potential project ideas, not actionable, but project ideas for things that we could you know renovate or improve. I've got notes in there for like furniture we might want to buy or or decor we might want to look into um i've got you know notes in there from uh our home inspector from when we got our home inspection done so a, a wide variety of things that are in one project because having multiple projects and spreading it out just didn't strike me as valuable although you know in the beginning i i, I was much more spread out yeah um i think also the addition of this management category which is a relatively new uh addition for me uh, has been really valuable because there I know that way i know uh i 've almost got like a built in workflow into agenda because stuff goes there first mm-hmm. and then something happens based on that uh right. which is which is nice because um other than that um everything in agenda is is an equal right citizen there there are notes and notes are in projects and projects are in categories that 's great but there 's no there 's no kind of where does stuff begin and where does stuff end? It's all suggested that things begin and end in the same place as wherever it was they started. Mm -hmm. And that's not realistic.
0: Speaking of how things end, uh, do you export things from Agenda? So you mentioned before that you're exporting your meeting notes and you're using a shortcut, but are you using any of the other export options?
1: I tend to export almost everything in uh, markdown format, because that way I know that A, it's plain text, B, um, I, because I write almost always in bullet points, I know that everything will start with like, you know, dash space.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, and then I can parse that, uh, appropriately by, uh, by shortcuts. I think the meeting notes one is, is the most, uh, routine one that I do. Um, but I've also got a, a more generalized sort of, uh, email, e- you know, make rich text from Markdown and then email it. Um, and the reason I do that is because, um, I'm not a font fan of Avenir and that is the font that is in, uh, agenda. I mean, it's, it's okay and it's not offensive and I don't mean to be fontist about anything. Uh, but, uh, That's, it's just not my cup of tea. So I like to uh, export in plain and then make rich text again um, using shortcuts in order to share my content uh, so that everything looks the way I expect it to look in in, uh, system font.
0: Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I can I can see wanting to doubly make sure that everything looks good if you're sending it out to a lot of people. And uh, it seems that a lot of the things that you do involve quite a few other people, so you need to make sure that if one of them is a fontist, you haven't accidentally upset. That's somebody.
1: right. <laughs> That's right. And I, I mean, this is this is part of me being predominantly iOS and iPadOS driven workflow too, right? You'll see. So I I refer to shortcuts a lot. That's because I mostly use my iPad. Um, I mean, I can do all this, uh, you know, export sharing from Mac as well, but because I've got all these shortcuts built, I find that it's actually quicker for me to do this stuff, uh, from my phone or from my iPad than it is from my Mac.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you're going to reach for a device and use a dander on it, it's probably going to be your iPad, right?
1: Oh, probably. I mean, if I, if I have a choice, yes. I mean, if, if I'm, you know riding a passenger in the car, more likely I'm pulling out my phone. Um, or, or if I'm out walking or something like that, yeah, it's going to be my phone. But, um, but if I have a choice, it's going to be my iPad for sure.
0: Okay. So you're not taking a 27 inch iMac pro whilst walking the dog.
1: Not generally. Um, I have a back thing.
0: Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, okay. so for all of those people who are listening and they're just getting started, what are your top tips for those people who want to start using agenda and just want to start by throwing something in there you know like what do they need to do or what do they need to think about?
1: I would suggest tr- trying as as in as much as you can no matter how much you enjoy organizing things, try not to predict how you're going to use it mm-hmm. and just start using it and by that I mean um, don't sweat making a whole bunch of categories and a whole bunch of projects. If you're comfortable enough doing so, starting with a single category called category <laughs> and, you know, maybe just a, a couple of projects um, is a very wonderful way to start. Because uh, I think that it's very easy to scale it up. It's much harder to scale down. Um and and consolidate later, so I, I think that starting from a smaller point and growing outward uh, will prevent anyone from having to go through, um, you know, the bumps and bruises that I went through in terms of finding myself too spread out and needing to consolidate because that that ended up being some work, you know, dragging everything around. It was it was good work. I felt like I was house cleaning and being um, deliberate and uh, conscientious about my system and and conscious of the ways in which I wanted to work, but it was still work to do.
0: Absolutely. And I I think letting your system evolve organically is one of the best things to do with any system. Um, um, In my experience with Agenda, that's definitely the case. You can't predict exactly what something's going to look like when you haven't really tested it out yet.
1: It's true. Um, The other thing I would say is that um, the archive function is wonderful. Uh, so when you don't need a project anymore because it's, it's finished, uh, you can archive it. And so what that does is it hides it away, uh, where you don't need to see it. You can expose it, uh, but you don't need to have it, you know, presented to you, f- f- you know, front and center. Um, which is, which is great in terms of being able to, you know, let reference material, uh, that can fall deeper down the stack do so without, you know, you know, fear of losing it or feeling like this, you know, maybe there's a need to delete it because you don't. Um, It's a great balance between keeping stuff uh, but not keeping stuff too, too high up the, uh, the ladder. Mm -hmm. So I would say uh, as you are, you know, working on stuff and doing things, uh, take advantage of that because that's a really great way of, uh, of tucking things away.
0: Agreed. Is there anything else you would like to share today, Scotty?
1: the the only thing i would i would say too is that i like for me anyway agenda is part of like a, a whole ecosystem and um while i know you can do you know checklists in agenda and you can feed uh reminders from agenda there's still two different apps um so i i think it's important to uh consider uh what your rules are for what you will would store in an agenda versus what you would action in, you know, an action or task management system, whether that's Omnifocus as I've mentioned or Reminders or something like Things or Todoist or 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 what have you. Um I think there's there can be a great partnership uh there and it's it's easy to cross-link between um agenda notes to wherever um and and if you're a more advanced user and this you have an appetite for that sort of thing, um, checking out the uh, X callback URL scheme uh, for Agenda is pretty easy to learn and you can do a lot with it. You can uh, append to notes, you can search notes, you can create notes, you can create projects um, there's a, a lot you can do there. And so, um, having a handle on that is, is really cool because then you can start thinking about, well, not just what content do I create in agenda, but what also do I, you know, sort of store in agenda so that it is, it is kept, uh, if not created. Um, I think that's, a, that's a really cool thing to think about, uh, in concert with, you know, task management. And, and I mean, and file management too, you know, whether you, uh, you know, have a, a structure f- to attach things in agenda. I don't think it's well-suited to a lot of giant attachments, just as, as I wouldn't suggest, you know, a lot of giant attachments in something like an OmniFocus either. Uh, something like, you know, uh, Finder or DevonThink is probably better suited to that. So, mm-hmm. you know, Take the time to discover and use and see how you're using it and then think about how it fits in, in an overall ecosystem without trying to accomplish, you know, every single aspect of your digital lifestyle in one app.
0: That's some great advice there, Scotty. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, if people want to learn more about Agenda, where do they go?
0: Uh, the best place to go is over to Agenda.com. However, if you also want to find out more and chat with some other wonderful Agenda users, then you can also go to Agenda.community, where they have a lovely forum and a lot of people in there chatting about the app.
1: That's right. You're in that forum, aren't you?
0: I am, and so are you. We're both there. Uh, Scotty, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, people can find me on the internet at J. On the Agenda community, or on Twitter, or on Instagram, Rosemary Orchard, where can people find you on the internet?
0: Well, on the Agenda community, I am at Rosemary Orchard, and you can also find me at rosemaryorchard.com, and that has links to Twitter, Instagram, and all the other wonderful social networks. And of course, you can find the podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com. We have our entire back catalogue there, including our previous Agenda episode, which was number 27. And of course, you can also subscribe in all of your favourite podcast apps or even send us feedback. You can also send us feedback on Twitter at nestedfolders.
1: And we love all the feedback. Thanks for getting in touch and thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Goodbye.